Hello and welcome back to the 32 podcast, a podcast which aims to make you happy, smile, and laugh as we spill the tea and explain all the things. It is post Oscars week. It is post slap, as we all know. We talk about other things too. It's the Ugly Dress Awards. Mom is back on the pod this week. I'm so excited to have her. We had a few technical difficulties and we actually recorded a whole episode two days ago that had to be scrapped because it has the most atrocious sounds. <laughs> I sound like I'm screaming and you can't even hear her mic. So I don't know what happened, but we re-recorded because we have to bring to you our thoughts. Um, that's really it. We're going to jump right in. Here's a quick word from our sponsor and we'll go right into the episode. Welcome to the first annual Oscars edition of the Judgy Dress Awards with your host, Kate and mom. Hey. Hey. Um. Full disclosure, this is our second recording. Our first recording was absolute fire and it was an hour and 45 minutes. However, the sound is atrocious. It was, but now more things have happened. Now more things have happened. So we can talk about more things. So like, maybe that's good, but like our original material was great. It was, it was fun. (laughs) So we can manage, we can manage. Make sure you project. I still can't hear you as well. Really? Okay. Oh, my, oh, better. Talk, say it again. Is that better? No, that's far worse. No, far worse. This better. Yes, leave it like that. Not touching it. Okay. Okay. Got to talk loud, old woman. Yeah, <laughs> like I've ever had a problem with these kids in my house. Nobody <laughs> ever had a problem hearing me. Okay, so the Oscars were Sunday. Much happened. Uh-huh. We had quite the discussion. I'm so sad our first pod sucks. Like, because it was so good. We'll regroup. It's fine. If it's fine. So if you'll head to the 32 pod Instagram, I narrowed down our best and worst dressed, which will probably make this a shorter podcast, which that's fine. I promised the listeners at the beginning of the year, we'd be an hour and I haven't kept that promise. So it's fine. Okay. Who's your best? Did you pick mine? Mila Kunis. Oh, see, I picked Sophia. Well, okay. So Mila Kunis is my best dress. I just, I think it's, huh? You didn't like the belt. I can get past the belt for the rest of the dress. Okay. Yeah. And Sophia Carson is so, the dress, her ball gown is so unbelievably stunning that like, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. But there's something about Mila Kunis's whole look that's more glamorous to me. Okay. Uh, I'll give it to you. Plus the fact I like her very much right now because of her her um, benefactor ways for the Ukraine. Yes, yeah, she's Ukrainian. She's, you know, speaking out against the atrocities in the Ukraine. Yes. Right. She's just a good human being these days. And not that Sophia Carson's not a good human being. I can't speak for her personally, but you know. I don't know her, but I feel like I I feel like I know I feel like I know them as a couple. No, of course. Mila and Ashton. Jackie and Michael. What was his name on that 70s show? His name was Michael. What was his Kelso. Kelso? Yeah, Kelso. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then my best dressed after party look was Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. Yes. They, another great couple. The, they are, they are so beautiful. I think 
think I had I had a few of the after party dresses that I really thought were wonderful. Um, and let me think. Let me think who is one of my favorite after party dresses. Um, well, I know who wasn't my favorite after party dress was Heidi Klum. Ugh. Oh, that yeah. It looks like her, her bikini's coming off of her sarong. Oh, she was so bad. Uh, Jessica Alba was fantastic. I, yeah. I really liked Jessica Alba's. She had a black and navy lace ball gown, like A-line ball gown. Beautiful. And I know. And we just have to talk. We we just have to say this. I know, Zendaya, that you were disappointed. Zendaya. Why can't I learn that girl's name? I don't Sorry. know. She's so fabulous. She's going to be around forever. Right. Well, she's adorable. And you and I disagreed on this because, and normally I would be the one going, nope, don't like the Mihal Midriff thing. But I just think she's so young and cute that this is the only time she can do it. Maybe it should have been at the Golden Globes. I get that. But I just think she looked adorable. She just did. She did. I really liked that skirt. That skirt was beautiful. Really, really, really cute. Um, and there's somebody named Annabelle Wallace. Don't know who she is, really. But she's got this corally pink dress where it's it's sort of um, wrapped, wrapped, wrapped up top and flowy on the bottom. Almost gauzy-like, but just very, very pretty. And, and she's a pretty girl. And the dress was adorable. And can we talk about Mindy Kaling for a minute? Because just... Oh, hers is beautiful. Amazing. She looked amazing. <clears throat> Mindy Kaling dresses so impeccably and I don't mean this in a negative sense but for her body type yeah who's her like, stylist do we know Rachel Zoe it is Rachel Zoe. isn't it it has to or Brad Graski it's yeah, one of them could it be Brad it might be Brad but um she she just always looks right between the dress the body type the dress for the body type the hair the makeup the whole package she always looks beautiful yeah she is not one of those people where, you know, they, you say, oh, the dress is beautiful, but what happened to their hair? They look like they're in a wind tunnel, you know? Yeah, she, yeah. She never gets caught like that. She's just always terrific. Like my wannabe girlfriend. Oh, Garner. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> She's such our girl crush. By the way, shame, shameless plug for a pretend cooking show on her Instagram. It's absolutely stellar. <laughs> Every time I'm on, we talk about the pretend cooking <laughs> show. Because it's so good. And she- <laughs> enough of it she um what's that word she like is obsessed with Ina Garten just as everyone else is so obsessed with Ina Garten yes and she calls her the angel of the kitchen and she'll speak to her like she's dead like <laughs> all right I wanted to call I wanted to call Jennifer and say have you tried her gazpacho her easy gazpacho not the one that is like a million steps gazpacho it is so good so not so about good. a cold soup now I gotta give a cooking plug all right, here's the thing. It's all about the garnish. It's kind of like when you order a Bloody Mary and you go, okay, but you're just giving me a stinking olive. The less bloody mu- muddy, ah, bloody oh. I know it's, it's late, that was your brother ordered one and there was literally a s- slider on top of it with like all oh, those things. I always tell people when I order Bloody Mary, which is semi-frequently, not maybe so much right now because I'm not totally drinking a lot, but I like I say to them verbatim, give me an unconscionable amount of olives. But this had the olives, the pickles, and a hamburger hanging off the side. I would eat that. My point being is that when you do the, back to Jennifer, (laughs) (laughs) when you do the uh, gazpacho, you garnish it with some uh, guacamole and some shrimp 
and all these things. And it's just really good. Anyway, plug for Jennifer Garner's anyway. show. You may want to do the gazpacho, Jennifer. And your dress was amazing. Very Even pretty. Even though it was a nod to Julia Roberts' Pretty Woman. Gotta say it. Yeah. No, it was. That that makes a lot of sense. It didn't have those hip things. Yes. My, one of my favorite of parts in Pretty Woman is when they go to the opera and she goes, oh, there's a band. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I like what she said. I almost paid my pants. And it's like she loves the Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> That's a good feel good movie. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh my god. I watched it recently. Except the time I <laughs> the last time we went into Louis Vuitton and I looked like something the cat dragged in and I'm thinking to myself. I'm going to buy a bag and walk out just like Julia Roberts if they don't wait on me. Big mistake. You know that Louis Vuitton closed? Which one? Yours? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to go to the big mall now. It's okay. I mean, I don't go there often. This podcast makes no money. (laughs) But your father still does. (laughs) Oh, that's true. (laughs) And I work. I work. I cut that out. (laughs) I wipe butts. He doesn't listen to this pod. No, I know. I know. Neither, neither um, does Paul. He doesn't. He'll get mad if I say it again. So don't tell him. Audience, don't tell him I said it again. Okay, I just told the story about Paul the other day. Oh God, what story? Somebody was talking about hoarding toilet paper from Costco, oh. <laughs> and about wait for it, and about how double ply. No, daddy said it's like the new envy when people leave their garages open. Now you have like those people have like 10 rolls of paper towels and they have two reams of Scott toilet tissue. So I was telling this story and then I told the story about, yeah, we have a lot of toilet paper. But my son-in-law, when they came over for a weekend, he's walking through the garage into the kitchen holding Charmin. And he walks past me and he says, sorry, Di, I'm just a two-ply guy. (laughs) Whatever, Paul. He'll get so so mad if he finds out this is on the pod. Friends, (laughs) if you know him, don't tell him that we have to get away with it. No. We can't give it, we can't give up our secrets. You know who you are, friends. They know who they are and they know about our home good secrets, so that's not going Lily James, excellent dress. Okay, I have thoughts about Lily. We're getting back to the dresses. I'm sorry. Now that we've talked about toilet paper, for God's sake. Um, Lily James, the fit of her dress is probably the best fit on the red carpet. It's it's stunning. However, it looks like a negligee. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, No, I think you're wrong. Really? I don't think it looks like a negligee. It looks like honeymoon lingerie. Yes, it does. No. She needed another layer of tulle. Okay. It looks trashy and I don't complete role reversal going this season. You are the more conservative one. I'm usually the one that wants people to look like nuns minus. It's not it's women. not about conservative. I just think I think lace so delicate like that. Do you think maybe it's just the way if you blow it up, it's more sequenty than you think. But Lily James is one of the most stunning people I have ever seen. Yes, look at her. Oh, yeah, no, she's pretty. No, she's pretty. By the way, she's amazing as Pamela Anderson and Pam and Tommy. By the way, isn't she a homewrecker? No, that was a lie. That was not true. That was an untruth. How do we know? 
I don't remember how I know, but I remember. I'll, audience, I'll explain in a later episode. She allegedly kissed a married dude, but they didn't kiss and they were in a show together. Some crap like that. But no, she isn't. And she allegedly dated Chris Evans and like jealous. He's Captain America and I love him. This pod knows I love him. There's Nicole. Who is that? I can't see it. We got to we got to give Nicole a nod. I really like Nicole's dress, but I would t- I would make that peplum more structured. Better than her dress was the look on her face. Oh my god. <laughs> During the slap. Someone Holy crap. <laughs> someone wrote a meme like Nicole was so surprised her botox showed a wrinkle. <laughs> so mean. So mean world. So mean. I was so surprised. Um yeah, I wasn't thrilled with Uma Thurman's look. I got what she Bored. was going Bored. for. Bored. Sharon Stone did it better a hundred yeah. years ago. Who's your worst dressed? Ooh, um, you I I don't think you're gonna like this because I hated this dress. Jada's, I hated it. I hated well, she it. She looks like a she looks like a scuba instructor. Do you and- remember Michael Kors on Project Runway? What did Michael Kors always say when you had all this hanging off the back? It looks like you're pooping fabric. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> she looks like she's sitting in a head of kale. That's what it looks like in a scuba suit. I've heard people say it's the kale dress. I've seen that in some of the comments. I really like the color. And this dress is not a 10 out of 10 for me, but I really like the color. It's big. green, But there's, green. But there's no... But Tiffany Haddish looked beautiful. She did. But with Jada's dress, there's no balance. If that dress was strapless and the train was, I don't know, two feet shorter, it would have looked better. I just want to know what happened to like just a beautiful silk taffeta. Why do we got to crunch it up and scrunch it up and make it look like lettuce? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Great question. If she was going to the vegetarian awards. This would make a lot of sense. But she's not. She's going to the Academy Awards. The dress I hated the most, and it was an after-party dress. Heidi Klum. Janelle Monet. Yeah, that look. She looks like a backgammon board. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> she does. My she worst dressed bad. by far, other than her jewelry, is Kristen Stewart. Because it wasn't a dress. Because. She looks like she bought this at Target, and this is a Chanel suit. First of all, disclaimer, nothing's wrong with Target. No, 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 no. But it's not formal wear for the Oscars. Correct. But, I but she does. I in there, we could probably find something. <laughs> we probably could. We could sew some peasant dresses together and make a ball gown. Yeah, just thinking. But her necklace is like some sort of 18 karat diamond situation, and like we can't hate on that. No, but Kristen Stewart's so like, oh, I'm so off the cuff. I'm so different. I'm so shy. I'm so sheepish in front of the camera. Oh, I'm so awkward. She's awkward. She's awkward. But like, put a full outfit on. Her fiance Dylan wore a suit just like her, but had pants. It's just a lot of thigh for the Oscars. Imagine if she had won. All you would see is her kneecaps. And I find it very odd. I find it very strange. Not that Jessica Chastain did this, but when you are playing somebody 
of history. If I, if, okay, if I play, if I one day play Kate Middleton in a movie, let's just, let's just go in space here. If I one day play, play Kate Middleton in a movie, I would make my outfit a nod to her at the awards. I see. Do you know what I'm saying? So you are saying that she should have made her outfit a nod to Diana? I think that would have been appropriate. I don't know how she would have done that unless she mimicked something that Kate Middleton actually wears because the it would have been a lot to bring that, that era into now. No, no, no. I'm saying Diana inspired, like a sapphire dress and a sapphire ring. Diana wore a lot of strapless stuff so you could right. get away with doing that but the thing is that's not Kristen Stewart at all she I know but like come on give us something else other than this like oh I'm so like I'm so different and just uh. do, do you get the feeling that I get when I see all of these stars for the lack of a better word um coming out for the Oscars and the, and the award shows after COVID and just especially after two nights ago, I just feel like something is real. It's eroding. Hollywood is just, they're, they're a feeding frenzy on themselves at this point. Yeah. I feel like everyone's like shriveling up and dying. There's no glamour. Well, I think that's my problem with like the dresses that you say that are less conservative and I'm upset about them. I think they're just not very glamorous. Right. And this is meant to be Hollywood's biggest night. Like there's no night more glamorous for a celebrity than the Oscars. I see your point. So I think that you could like them or not, but you got to give a nod to Nicole, Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Dunst. Um, her dress was very, very pretty. Um, some reports are like, oh, it's a little promish. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. I like Lily James's dress. Um, uh, obviously, S- Sophia, Mila, and um, Jessica Alba. Adorable. Yeah, her after party dress is beautiful. Yes, very, very pretty. She always looks good. She always does <clears throat> very appropriately. Excuse um, me. Kara Cedric <laughs> kind of looked like a, um, an Oscar herself. Um, Let me see. Oh, Kara so, Cedric's married to Kevin Bacon. FYI. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Tell me. Girl's got to be in her early 60s or late, very late 50s. Um, yeah. I think she's in her 60s. I wouldn't think she's in her 50s. Late 50s, early 60s? I don't know. Let me look she's for you. My age. How but, does she spell Kira? Um, I think she's uh, K-Y-R-A. And it's S-E-D-G-W-I-C-K. Oh, it's like Kyra. She's 56. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were a little younger than me. And um, yeah, I just think 56 and she can wear, pull off that dress. So I don't particularly like the whole turtleneck thing, but mm-hmm. girl looks good. Got to give it to her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what else? What else does E! News um, offer? Um, Oh, I love Lupita's dress. However, probably my favorite Oscars dress of all time is Lupita's blue gown that she wore when she won. Oh, I think I just saw a picture of that the other day. I put it on my Instagram stories. That's why you saw it. <laughs> and Let me also find I it. Think, um, I think InStyle and Elle 
and and uh, Vanity Fair thought the dresses must have been pretty bad because they went through a whole bunch of. Uh, can you yeah, see really it? Bad. I don't think you can they see went it. Through a whole bunch of other. This is the most videos. beautiful. This is the most beautiful dress I have ever seen. And like against against her skin tone, with like her minimal jewelry, like let the dress shine. I I am obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with it. She called it Nairobi blue. And it was so, it's so beautiful. Lupita Nyong'o was so pretty. Was at the Vanity Fair after party? Monica Lewinsky was? Yeah. Okay, good for her. Thank God she didn't wear a blue dress. (laughs) I knew that was going to come out of you. (laughs) You know what? Monica Lewinsky gets a bad rap, obviously. Yeah. Like the woman went to the London School of Economics. She's a smart cookie. I feel like I have to say that for everyone who listens to this podcast. Monica Lewinsky. Yes, that Monica Lewinsky went to the London School of Economics. Just just digest that a little bit, you know? Just digest it. The smart woman. The poor girl. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Um, I would also honorable mention worst dress to Maggie Gyllenhaal. What the actual fuck is that? I was wondering. She's got like gold animal busts. They're, they're like door knockers they look like doorknobs maggie honey you got doorknobs on your dress listen and your brother sucks oh you just you're a swifty that's why you don't like him everyone who listens to this pod is a swifty including you including your son-in-law when he listens except when jake Hall came on the tv and i was like oh he's like what is your problem with him and i was like you know my problem with him and he was like you need to get over it <laughs> no i don't no, I certainly don't. The fact he, that he understands the concept of what's happening is beyond me. Jake Gyllenhaal, while responsible for one of the greatest albums of the 20th century, 20, no, 21st century, it, it just, he just sucks. Well. He dropped her hand and I'm not going to get over it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You watched the All Too Well short film a few times. You know the emotion. I'm sorry, what? You watched the All Too Well short film a few times. You understand. I do understand. But I think she's okay. Oh, and honorable mention, worst dress to Penelope Cruz. I don't think I saw Penelope Cruz. She looks like Bellatrix Lestrange. Really? Yeah. I'll send it to you. You're making me want to. But her dress has pockets, so I give it five points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. But Javier is a snack. Javier Bardem is a full. Oh, her dress is not that completely horrible. Her dress is off. She looks like Bellatrix. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, yeah, a little bit. Give her a wand and make her laugh crazy and she's Bellatrix. Yeah, there's something very odd going around on the top. Oh, it's, yeah. You know what? It almost looks like 1800s bar wench from the waist up. That's That's not good. She looks like she's part of the... What do they call in Harry Potter the, the that society, the Dark Lord people? Someone will tell me. I don't know. Some Potter people will come after me about that, but I'm sorry, I don't remember. All right, we need to get to the slap. Okay, hang on. Let me just make sure I have no other dresses to talk about. We need to get to the slap. <laughs> it's such good. I feel like that's something Ella would say. That's my ne- my niece, who's three. We have to talk about the slap. I picked up Ella from school today. Did you get her a cake pop? I got her a salami sandwich. Oh my God. <laughs> she must have been stoked. She loved it. Oh, honorable mention best dress to Meg the Stallion. Tilt. 
Okay, pretty. Uh, that slit is a little But she has weird. she has a cutout over her abdomen, and I wish it wasn't there. If it wasn't there, this dress would be a ten. I just she I feel just like has to be edgy. I guess. You okay, so the problem with this, the part of the problem is that unless they get the absolute best shot on the red carpet, all that little edginess gets lost. Like you don't automatically see it. So that's something that's something your stylist should discuss with you when you're trying on the dress. You need to have a 360 mirror. You need to have a camera. You need to have a video being taken of you. Usually do take Polaroids of them because Polaroids don't lie. If it's bad, it's going to really look bad in a Polaroid. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Which Polaroid says you are never supposed to do. You're not supposed to do that. But you were at one point, I think. Okay. Let's talk about the slap. There's a lot to talk about. Um, wow. Where do you want to begin? I, I want, think I, we all know now, what we know now is that Chris Rock did not know that she had alopecia. I didn't know Jada had alopecia. And he made his, well, apparently Jada, I guess, must have a very overinflated idea of herself because she thinks because she spoke about it in 2017, everybody must know that poor Jada has alopecia instead of the fact that maybe the woman just doesn't want to do her hair and shaved her head, which she could is perfectly fine to do. She's beautiful. But we don't, great with a but you don't look at anyone else in Hollywood with a shaved or short haircut woman. There's plenty of them. And and think that everyone has alopecia. You don't right, you don't make that assumption. Why would Chris Rock probably does not read the articles about Jada? Probably doesn't watch her table talk show or whatever that is. Red table talk, so, yeah. So you get I, I think um I think I think a lot of things about this. Number one, I think that something is really cooking between the ears on Will Smith. Something's wrong. Something is wrong because mm-hmm. he got up there to prove something to America about his wife. And if anybody, I mean, you have to be basically dead not to understand what these two have been saying about each other in the tabloids for the past two years. And right. then he gets up there and he's violent against another human being. Okay. Not a good idea. First no. of all, it's criminal. Violence <laughs> is never the answer. It's it's not the answer. I then think... he gets up. Oh, sorry. Go on. But then he gets up and starts, accept, you know, then he's allowed to accept his award and starts crying about, you know, you know, love makes you do strange things. That is such a toxic excuse. That's insane. That, that is, that is rhetoric of a cycle that I would hope he's not a part of. I think. That's something that's something an abused person says. Exactly. I think I I think that there's been if half of what is written in the tabloids and they are quoted as and she's on video at her coffee talk thing. Red table talk. Whatever. The marriage and all this other stuff. And her affair that he condoned all his bullshit. Him writing that he wished he had a harem and he wanted to like have a whole bunch of women living with him. And I mean, the things that the two of them have said in public are just not conducive to a happy marriage, but yet they stay married. And then he goes and beats up on poor Chris Rock, trying to prove something to his wife. Trying to prove prove that he's 
I don't know, a supportive husband, a man, like, you're not going to talk about my wife like that. Like, right. Like right. That, that's insane. Now is people are coming out. Other Hollywood people are coming out and saying like, uh, Jim Carrey was interviewed for a different reason because he's got a, a new movie coming out an animated movie that he's in. And he was saying, um, I'd sue him. He's saying that is, it's, it's basically, it's inexcusable. Judd Apatow came out and said, this is not okay. I mean, all these star are these stars, Hollywood people, directors are coming out and saying, this is not okay. Rob Reiner, who is huge. Mm-hmm. He's Rob huge. Reiner's huge. Tons of movies. Um, Sophia Bush, all these people are quoted in this. And Howard Stern, Howard Stern says, and I quote, what you saw on TV was a guy with real issues. It's crazy. That's crazy. You can't contain yourself. Chris Rock was just trying to make people laugh at a effing ceremony, which is so long and boring. So <laughs> I think, I think the, the, the slap and the joke to me are two completely different events because, because it's, because I don't, I think, I think any joke at Jada's expense would have led to this. If if this is what tipped him, quote unquote, over the edge, they could have said anything and it would have made him do that. Like, oh, Jada, you brought Will as your date, not that other dude? Or like, oh, Jada. No, that would have been, that would have been awful. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, but any, any, anything at her expense probably would have led to this. It's not her alopecia. And we don't, it's been, so it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday evening. There's a lot of things in the internet saying that Chris Rock didn't write that joke. There's a lot of things going around that said Will Smith knew about this joke during a rehearsal and didn't say anything or have it stopped. He had a smile. He had a smile on his face until he knew that Jada didn't. And I am not saying that she coerced him to do something, but what happens in the 10 seconds between you laughing at a joke at your wife's expense to you slapping somebody? I would have loved to have seen that, but he actually did more than smile. He cackled. Will Smith, back, he was Will Smith looks like a broken man. And I think Jada is the reason he's broken. Well, then maybe he and Jada shouldn't be living together. Perhaps. Perhaps. You don't go slapping people out of frustration. But I just, I find it so unfortunate that Will Smith, who was once a rapper and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air who was winning an Oscar as a, as a man in Hollywood, as a black man in Hollywood to have such a rapport, have such a reputation of positivity, to be a role model for so many, to be in an all black film about a father of two black women who have changed sport and to be such an example. And this is what you do. Right. That's crazy. I can't disagree with it's, anything it's, you just said. It's so unbelievable that someone in such a position of privilege is not what I mean, but someone in such a position to make such a statement with this film, with his work, with his platform, you can't sit on your hands for five seconds and let something go. 
Well, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, there were other things he could have done <clears throat> Excuse me. to display his disdain with that joke and his wife being the target, even though any reaction should really have, they just should have let it go. They just, and Jada could have addressed it the next day with like, a, you know, a nice little dear Chris published letter. Sure. Let, let, let me fill you in on this disease that I have. And know? let me, and let me say, I do not condone jokes at someone's, you know, disease expense. That's not what I'm saying. But if I, if I were in that seat, I would have let it go. Absolutely. I don't need to, I don't need Paul to stand up, puff his, puff his chest and smack somebody because he can't take a joke about my eczema or something, you know, like. And here's the other thing. Maybe it was her. Maybe, maybe she, you know, wanted her honor defended, but that's when you say to yourself, this is not my night. This is his night. Well, that's just it. Like, but this, but, but then don't you think that he would have thought this is my night? You're sitting front row in front of the stage nominated for best actor. You are going to win. You are sitting in the winning seat for two hours and 55 minutes. It's a secret. Nobody knows the winning seat. No, come on. Like it's, it's, it's very clear that you're sitting right there. You have prime real estate, but you also have prime real estate to go smack somebody. I think it's crazy. I understand. <laughs> I understand Chris Rock not wanting to press charges. Like, cause I do think while completely, while he'd be totally valid in that decision, I think it's blowing this up. Do it. I, I think it's, I think it's making this a giant issue. However, however, saying that that's not totally what I mean. But like, you did assault somebody, and I don't think that anyone gets a pass for any of that. And well, I th- there's a lot of people on the internet right now that are like, "Oh, Chris Rock should let it go. It's just him defending his wife. It's no big deal. He smacked someone." This is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal because he, he not only it's inappropriate, it's rude, it's criminal. It's, to your point, totally annihilating a role model position mm-hmm. that he had. He looks like he's freaking psycho in front right. of the rest of the world. I don't know who's going to want to hire him again. Many, you're, you're in a I room. was just thinking that I wonder how many scripts he has laying around where he's going to, you know, be considered for that. Now they're just going to go, oh, I don't think... Uh, there's quite a few directors out there who are going to go. No, no, thank you. Yeah, you're, you're sitting trouble. in a you're sitting in a room full of peers, but also people who could hire you. That's right. It, it, uh... But it's the same. He just fell into the 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 celebrity pit of narcissistic, self centered, self important jerks. And he fell into it. You're now in the pit with those people. And I would have never described Will Smith that way ever. Me either. Never. Never before this did he have drama, scandal, anything. I mean, the stuff with Jada, I feel feel like that's scandal to a point, but like they offered that. Oh my gosh, but don't you- Actually, I take that back. She offered that. 
don't you just want to say, please stop talking? Like for real, like <laughs> I don't need to know wanna... about your harems, you know, like. Don't talk. I don't want to hear about it. I'm I sure there's so it. much that goes on in Hollywood that's more, I don't know, for lack of a better word, obscure than we assume. But like, do we really, and, and honestly, like not only is his reputation, but like his, what's the word for like the way someone looks to someone else? What's that word? You know what I'm saying? Like his. The way he views her? No, like the way we view him is so much different now. Like I I didn't view Will Smith differently after all the stuff about his marriage came out. But I view him differently now. And I'm so sad. Like I'm so sad for him. I'm so sad that he couldn't take a deep breath in these 10 seconds. I think it shows a lot about his character and that's what's so disappointing. It, it does. Cause I would never have thought that he was a person of low character. It's like really, it's, I'm like really sad about it. Like this, this is wild. And what really, what got me is he gets up there, accepts his award and he doesn't apologize to a smack and Chris. Well, that that's just that he's like, love, love makes you do crazy things. That's an excuse. He owed an apology. He so he has apologized, but he should apologize to him directly. Via Twitter? He's apologized via social. Where is it? That's so see. stupid. Pick up the phone. Be a man. Well, we we don't know that he didn't, but I agree with you. An apology should should an apology should be private and then public. There you go. I would hope that I would hope that he that Chris Rock got a phone call. And a bag of ice or two. Listen, it should have been, here's what I did. <clears throat> I was wrong. I am sorry. Let me make it up to you. Please give me um, the name of the charity of your choice. And I'm going to make a big donation. Oh, this that would be cannot, beautiful. Right? I cannot undo the embarrassment that I caused you, but I'd like some good to come out of this. That's an apology. That's an apology. Yeah, you're right. So that, you know, it's just, yeah. And I also you know, thinking what? we're all about love here. It's like, oh, shut up. No, you're not all about love here. That's toxic as shit. Yeah. She's all about love with a lot of people. Apparently he's all about love with somebody else. Eesh. That's what she's all about. Mm. I, I just, man, I tell you. I just so now today it's a bigger problem. It's I mean he's he's viewed very differently by a lot of people. I don't think his career is over, but I think it will be a tough couple years for him. No, his his career is not over. Um, He's he's too big box office. But you know this is they're in the type of jobs and the type of business that you could just lose it all overnight. Well, cancel culture. Not that we believe in that here, but cancel culture is still very real. I don't believe in cancel culture for people's people for their beliefs that have nothing to do with profession. They have, in other words, if they have a history of supporting one political party over another, even if they don't come out and say anything, people have canceled them. That's berserk. So you, so you are saying that you will did something. He did something. Interesting. I've never thought about that distinction. I agree. 
But I also do think that an appropriate apology can allow you to move forward. Absolutely. Like one does not need to be stuck in that cycle of like, oh, I was, you know, I slept somebody 10 years ago and I haven't worked a day since, you know what I'm saying? Like. Totally get that. I totally get that. And I, and I agree with you, but again, an apology, a a real apology, a real apology. And we don't know that he didn't get one, but I remembrances of his Oscar night are ruined. You know what though? You know what I, you know what I have a problem with? I have a problem with you smacking someone, winning an award and not apologizing immediately, crying on stage and being a self, um, like prophetic narcissist, like love makes you do crazy things. No, this is that. And I want it to be this man and la la. Like, okay, hang on a minute. That's not an apology. Then going to an after party and dancing all night, like nothing happened. And then apologizing the next day. His PR person is wrong. His PR person is dead ass wrong. When you, if you remember when he got up and he was crying during that, the, the tear speech, he apologized to the Academy and he apologized to his, yeah. He didn't apologize. And he very easily could have. Yes, he could have. Yeah. You're, I can't hear you again. You're doing that. There's a weird thing happening. How about better? Yeah. Better. Sorry. That's um, yeah. I mean, right in that speech, you just could have said, Chris, I am so sorry. It was, it was, it was out of line. I apologize. And I will speak to you pro- and offer you my private apology later. I just can't, I can't get over the decision-making. Like I need to know the thought process of laughing at a joke and then smack. Well, I'm like, did he black out? talk about it and you will know that's that's true thank you very much and then i will let all of you and then i will let all of you know (laughs) light camera slaption here we are (laughs) that was good that's what i'm naming this episode i just want them i want them to stop talking oh for real like for what for a person who loves to talk me like y'all just like shush i would like like to talk I would like to ask, and we should probably wrap it up soon because I, okay. um, I'm lying about my commitment to the audience to only have this be an hour. Um, is there a movie in recent history that you feel was snubbed for an Oscar nomination? Um, let me think. I know what you said on our previously recorded pod. Yeah, I know. I, what, what did I say? Draft day. <laughs> Draft day. Jennifer she loves Garner, that movie, y'all. Kevin she Costner. loves that movie. Kevin Jennifer Costner. Garner, Kevin, Co- Kevin Costner. God, I love him. He looked good. Y'all, I said this on the last episode, not that any of you will hear it. If you need to know what loving a friend means, go watch his eulogy for Whitney Houston. Oh my goodness. It brings so tears good. to my eyes every single time. The way he loved her and the way he was so bereft when she died is unbelievable. And I just, I need everyone to see it. It was. Can we talk about draft day for a minute? Absolutely. Go ahead. I hope. Well, first of all, April's coming. April's coming. So the real draft day is coming. Draft is coming. Yeah. In our house, we watch draft day. Can we talk about the cast? Kevin Costner, Jennifer Garner, Alan Bernstein. I mean, there's some big people in this movie and it is so good. It's feel good. Story's good. 
Oh my gosh, it's so good. And Kev and oh, Dennis Leary is in there too, which he's very funny. Love Dennis Leary. Oh, the guy so, from that uh, firehouse show. Yes, rescue me. Rescue me. Yeah. Okay, you should tell your audience if you've reached the end. You of can the tell internet, them you're talking to them. Audience, if you've reached the end of the internet, watch Rescue Me. On it Showtime, right? Oh my gosh, I don't know where you get it now. I think it's on Showtime. It's out there somewhere. It's about eight 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 seasons long too. It there was one time when I was actually embarrassed myself, which I don't do very often in public. But no, that's I not like you. I had headphones in and I was watching Rescue Me on a plane, and I was cackling. <laughs> <laughs> but you have you had noise canceling headphones on, you really don't hear yourself too much. And oh boy, yeah. But oh man, Re- Draft Day is so good. You got to watch it. Yeah. I think if I had to pick a movie that should have been nominated for an Oscar and was not was Ocean's 8. Yes. That movie is damn good. You have a ton of Oscar winners in it. A ton of Oscar hopefuls in it. Great storyline. Wonderful costume. Yes. It's a a great movie. By the way, we will have Judge Dress Awards again when the Met when the Met Gala happens in the first Monday in May. God, they're so bad. The Met Gala dresses. The Met Gala this year, the the theme is like America. Something about so last year's theme was also about America, but this year's theme is America, something different. It's like classier America because people were trashy as instead of wearing eagle in their hair or something like that you just no. know it. what it's this is what i'm wondering star. so if if i okay i'm a star let's say i'm kendall jenner just like for a moment What's i'm kendall that? and i go to the met gala every year because i'm the most famous beautiful kardashian she's the most beautiful sorry i'm like kim's beautiful but like look at kendall and she's not a kardashian she's a jenner whomever whatever <clears throat> so and I say to my people, my dressmakers, the theme is America. It's like American glamour, American, something like that. I want some sort of like beautiful Navy flowing gown, beautiful, like red something. And like, like maybe have like some sort of like embellishments, not like America, fuck yeah, but like America. You don't want a plaid shirt with the sleeves. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't. Well, I want to look like Morgan Wallen. I want to look like, dress. yeah, something, something just effortlessly beautiful, but like says America. Who was the one? In, you could have in, a, uh, you could have a two-tone blue dress and be from sea to shining sea. Somebody should do that. That's a, that's a fucking good idea. That's a damn good idea. It. It's your idea. You can do it. It's like that song Jennifer from the Congeniality. You know that song? Dress. What? You know that? Remember that song from Miss Congeniality that they sing on the bus? From yeah. sea to shining sea, like Lady Liberty. You don't remember that? No, I do. What I remember that? about that is when she's when beauty she and she's phone. grace. She's Miss United States. I changed keys, but yeah, you know, you get the gist. The audience knows. I'm sorry for singing. Here's what I remember from Miss Congeniality: when she's <laughs> When she's something happens in her earpiece. Oh my Viglin schmear. And and then she gets down on her hands and knees 
and talks about her bagel and her schmear. I'm sorry, I forgot to pray before I took a bite of my bagel and schmear. And my schmear. Thank you very much. <laughs> and all the FBI guys were like, amen. <laughs> and I'll say that, that, movie, that movie deserves an Oscar too. Uh, this, is my, yeah. this is my gripe with the Academy Awards that there's they feel that they're so above and like sure that they are, but like usually the the movies that do the best are not nominated for what we want. You know the box office, right? And I know so that's usually, like financially usually for best effects and things like that. But like yeah. Avengers didn't win anything, and they literally like make Chris Evans look like Captain. Like they, you know. Like, didn't Black Panther win a bunch though? Oh, maybe. I think it might have won some couple things. That was a great movie. Very good. Lupita Nyong'o's yeah, in that too. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, back to Ocean's Eight. My favorite part of Ocean's Eight is when she's in the mausoleum and she's in front of Danny <laughs> Ocean. Be you better be in there. She's taking the martinis. Going, you better be in there. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's no proof. Yeah. There's no proof he's actually dead. So there could be an Ocean 7. You know what? There could or there could be an Ocean's 13, right? On the other side with the boys. Nine. But they made an Ocean. They made an Ocean's 13. Yeah. Brad Pitt eats his way through Ocean's 11. Brad, I mean, Brad Pitt, Pitt eats his way through every movie because of his jawline. They like to Brad show Pitt his can do whatever he wants. Oh, I guess. Yeah, he can. I guess. If you had I to pick, if, if, you, if you had to, if you could have a, a celebrity over for dinner, a guy celebrity and a girl celebrity, who would you invite? Do they have to be married? No, no. Okay. A celebrity, they even not have to like each other. Celebrity, like, has to be in Hollywood. Just. Yes. Because I'm not, I'm not I can't invite Kate Middleton. Okay. Oh, um. You're really putting me on the spot. Um, actor? Uh, probably Ryan Reynolds. Oh my gosh, that would be a great dinner. Can I? Yeah, <laughs> probably right. Sure. And then actress? A film? Uh, or TV. Or TV. I'm thinking film. TV has so many people, and I like could narrow it down. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she'd be a good one. Yeah, or Sandy, or Sandra Bullock, or Anne Hathaway, or Jennifer Garner. Oh my God! Of course, Jennifer Garner. The whole audience is probably yelling at us. Like, oh my God! Of course, she would help us cook. She would help us cook. <laughs> we could go to her farm. We could call Ina if we get stuck. <gasps> We could call Ina and ask if Jeffrey had a good weekend in the city. There you go. Jeffrey is Ina Garten's husband and he is rich and does some crap in the city. Probably lives like a life of like horrible sins and then goes back to Ina in the Hamptons. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds is a great, I mean, if Ryan Reynolds in real life is as funny as Ryan Reynolds. But it, it wouldn't be about his humor. Ryan Reynolds has his, has a lot of, what's that phrase? A lot of, uh, kettles in the fire a lot of what's that phrase 
Irons in the fire. Irons in the fire. Yeah, irons. I was gonna say irons in the pot. I'm like, that's not right. That can't be it. <laughs> it could be kettles on the fire, not in the. Yeah, fire. he has a lot of irons in the fire, and I want to <laughs> ask him about that. Like his, he does a lot of charity work. He does a lot with. He yeah. owns Mint Mobile. He owns a football team in the UK, which is soccer. He's a smart investor. Yeah, I want to know more about that, and I want to know what it's like to be married to Blake Lively. And then he's friends with Taylor Swift. So then I would then become friends with Taylor Swift. You could call her. No, I can't call Taylor Swift. Oh my God. You know who would be a blast to have over for dinner? Mm. You're never going to guess this one <laughs> in a million years. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. He did a Super Bowl halftime show. He did? Is this person alive? Very much so. Is it in the last 10 years? Yes. Adam Levine? No. It's not Prince. He's all that Bruno Mars? Prince is dead. <laughs> I know Prince is dead, but it was Bruno Mars? No, I no, Br- Bruno Mars. No. One more guess. Justin Timberlake? No. Who? You ready? Yeah, I guess. Good dog. Snoop! Oh my God! Because Martha Stewart would come. Awesome! <laughs> Wouldn't he be a great dinner guest? Uh, yeah. Um, are you serving grass? <laughs> it would be a first, but I could do it. You would make pot brownies right. for you. If you had to have, if we had a dinner party, and you had to pick an Oscar dress from this week to wear to the dinner party, what? Which one would it be? Sophia Carson. See, you would look great in that. It would look best on um, my body type. I would pick Jennifer Garner's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Except she wants to come and wear it, so I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah, you can't rip her out of it. What about um, you would look good in um, in Jessica Alba's dress. It was too youthful and see through for me. I couldn't wear that. Well. They'd have to put like back too youthful <laughs> and see through. Okay, well, welcome to 2022. Nobody wants to see their mother in that. It's like ew. Oh, mother. God. <laughs> I mean, you'd have a brazier. Um, I could wear um so um dunce. You could wear dress. Lupita Nyong'o's dress. Yeah, I could. That would look so cute on you. That would look good. Yes, yeah. I could wear. Would you I wear Kristen? Would you wear Kristen Stewart's? tux shorts when's the last time you ever saw me with my legs in shorts? no no that's a hard no no <laughs> okay i think we have to wrap this up we're getting delirious yeah it is- i worked all day i'm tired you you lived all day because you're retired i'm so jealous i had your niece i had your niece she's so fun to the grocery store that has the mini shopping carts well she's small she checked us out she checked us out. I paid. Well, obviously. Did, you didn't make Papa pay? No, he wasn't with us. Well, by oh. extension, he always pays. <laughs> I retired. So what? You can get... Do you, no, you're too young for Social Security, aren't you? Yes, I'm too young for Social oh, Security. She's giving me a face like, how dare you, Catherine Mary? Like, well, sorry. <laughs> I yes, don't get I Social do. Security, so I don't know the age. What do you mean you don't get it? It's going to run out. It's going to be, it's going to run out before I get it. 
Maybe. I'm too young and youthful. Yeah, well, you are young. You are youthful. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can still wear shorts. Hey. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Mom, for coming on the show again twice this week. You're welcome. I hope the sound comes out better this time. Me too. And if it doesn't, fuck it. Oh, okay then. And uh, thanks to your audience for... (laughs) Those those one or two persons that asked me to come back. Oh no, man, like five people. Five people? Yeah, you got a whole handful. Yeah. Oh, thank you, people. Thank you very much. And I have a few new listeners, but I don't know who have heard you yet. So you're gonna be a crowd favorite, of course. I, I love coming on. Oh, thank I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> and remember, everybody, I taught her how to speak. So there you go. Sure, I spoke in nine months. Eight and a half. You were eight and a half. I don't mean to limit myself. Okay. All right. All right. Good night, Mom. Love you. Good night. Bye. Bye, hon. Thank you so much, Mom, for coming on the show. I know you'll be back because you have fans now, obviously. Thank you all for listening this week. Thank you for bearing with us with our sound problem. I don't know what happened. I record this way with a remote guest with every other remote guest I've ever had. And I've never had these problems. So perhaps it's user error, mom, but perhaps not. This is a 32 pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review and comment. If you did not like what you heard, continue to leave a five-star review, but tell me how I can improve. Email me at 32pod at gmail.com. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at 32pod. Like, comment, subscribe, send me things. If you want to be on the show, please let me know. I'd love to have you. If you know someone who wants to be on the show, let me know. I'd love to have them. Um, Please share the show with someone that you love, someone who you think I would love and someone who you think would love me. I'm still trying to grow. Still, still trying to grow. (laughs) And I can't do that without my lovely audience, which is you. I know you're going to love you. And uh, yeah, that's all with me. There are other things going on in Hollywood and pop culture, so maybe maybe I'll drop another episode sometime before next week. Keep a lookout. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, as always, it is never too rude to have 32. Bye.